I'm telling you, man, you need to get all these sports cards graded. You need to grade these Pokemon <laughs> cards. Wow, bro. It's this I is am. panning swear, for gold. Bro. I swear, dude. Look at it. I've been telling you that's I'm going to do it. I hope so. Yeah. Well, let's just start the show. I'm f frustrated right now. I'm so frustrated. Mad at you. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for sitting with us here on Come Sit With Us. The only Emmy award-winning interviewees. Ah, oh, man, I'm never going to get that right. It sounded good to me. You could have pulled no. it off. Well, okay. Well, we are the only two Emmy award-winning interviewees That's in Rialto, right. California. Mm -hmm. I'm Mark Flores. And I'm Isaiah Martinez. Isaiah, every time I come in here into the uh, recording studios here at uh, the Deep End Studios, I see how much the Deep End, I see how much you dive into the Deep End. By looking at this whiteboard that you have here. And I understand now. I need like a curtain or something so you can I, see it. I understand now how much effort you put into the show. And it always brings me back down to earth and lets me know how much you put into the show. And how much I appreciate the effort that you do for each and every one of those Deep End episodes. Because you do put it out on, out, uh, on the line every time. That's well, good. All I can say is thank you, bro. Humbly, just thank you, man. Uh, it's, uh, it's like I was telling you, it, it's tough. It's tough to for these topics to to dive into these topics because they're so big and they're like, you know, for for a guy, an average Joe like me who's working, you know, nine to five job, and trying to also have you know a life, you know, a course of my own and do my own stuff, you know taking the time to do to, to study up and to learn a thing or two, you know, it's, uh, it's, I'm blessed to even being able to do that, to be honest, that we're in a technology world like this, where somebody like me can do that. You know, I'm blessed to do that. So, and I'm, I'm just, I'm glad though that we also have this because it like takes the weight off your shoulders a little bit for me. Cause I'm able to now just freely talk with you. So, you know, see, I'm able to compare and contrast that like from one, you know, I feel sometimes on my shoulders a bit, but doing this, it's like, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's just enjoying for me. Yeah. So I I'd say the deep end is more like the, the mom Monday through Friday. And then I'm the, I'm the dad you see on weekends. I'm always wanting to do cool things <laughs> like, Hey, you want to go to the movie, son? Right. Something more fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, number, exactly. it's number fun, fun here over at come sit with us. Right. And you can always get a good laugh too, you know? Hopefully. Yeah, either at us or <laughs> alongside us. One of the, yeah, one of the two. I recently was uh, perusing the news lately. Wow, that, jeez, you could tell that we're not English majors. <laughs> um, I was, I was uh, reading a couple of uh, articles in regards to some theme parks, and uh, I recently was able to see another cash grab. From the good people at Universal Studios and mm -hmm. Disneyland. They're having these two events that pretty much pertain to you buying a ticket to go eat the food that you would normally eat over at their theme parks. And just walking around the theme park 
but you're it's a separate it's a ticketed oh, event. Yes, I've seen this. They, so they kind of taste of Disney, and yeah. then I forget what Universal's. I think it's like I think it's a direct ripoff, and it's called a Taste of Universal or something. <laughs> a taste let of me, us. Yeah, exactly. But let me <laughs> let me make sure I got the right name of it. Well, I saw them do it in. Uh, they did it in November. It's literally called Taste of Universal. Nice, <laughs> great <rip>. touch. <laughs> <laughs> they did it in, New- in November. I remember, um, you know, I wanted to go to that where, but I didn't think of it in the way you're describing it, you know, cause you're like, you're buying a ticket to eat the food you normally would have ate there anyway. I know? take that back. It's actually called a touch of Disney. So, so now mm. universal was like, what's the other five senses? Okay. Uh, let's do a, t- <laughs> uh, whatever I just said with universal a taste. A taste. Yeah. yeah. So now they're just playing on all five senses. What? Right, they're just playing with you in different words. <laughs> a sight of Six Flags. Now that, hint, that's going to be the new one. A hint of uh, Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I get it though. Like some people do kind of, they want, they've been like, you know, they've been quarantined for so long now. They kind of want to get out and still experience the atmosphere or whatever. I get it. So I don't know. Would you spend your money and, and still go out there and. I'll do the Universal one for sure because I haven't been there in ages. I've, yeah, I haven't been to Universal been Studios in so long, considering how I used to frequent Universal right. Studios. Yeah, you would, yeah, you had an annual. I want to go back so bad that I actually am gonna get uh, some tickets for a, t- a taste, a touch, a smell, or whatever, whatever they're <laughs> called. I don't know. I don't want to go back to. I don't want to go back to the show notes. I'm start little by little. Come sit with us. It's just going to be totally improvisational. And I'm not ashamed of it. No, I don't think you should be. No. Uh-uh. I, um, going back to your point, it's honestly really tough sometimes trying to do all the things you have to do to pay the bills, make ends meet, and then still try to provide an entertaining show for the studio audience. Here at Come Sit With Us. Yeah. I get, are, I get a lot of good feedback, though. Even um, even for uh, the show we do here on Come Sit With Us, um, you know, some people have told me that they enjoy it and that they're entertained by it. So, I mean, it's 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 cool. And it's uh, it's cool that, uh, you know, we have people who support us like that, you know, because, uh, you know, we've been doing this for now. How long? Like a year now? It's going to be about a year. Been doing Luckily, it a year now. I mean... Yeah, because 26, we'd probably do bi-weekly on average, give or take. We started kind of right around when coronavirus hit, huh? Yeah. Right about there. We're just about there, man. Yeah. Yep. We already, Dude, can you believe we're already in March in this freaking year? It's crazy, dude. It was just like New Year's, like <laughs> just yesterday. I know. Weren't we just che- doing cheers like I five minutes we ago? I swear we were, bro. I think so. I, I have... Um, has anyone given you a happy new year's still? No. I remember on there was an episode <laughs> of Seinfeld that they were talking about that like someone gave me a happy new year's and then Jerry said, "You know what? Someone gave me a happy new year's in March." Dang, bro. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't be that guy <laughs> or gal. Yeah. Does it take away does 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 Jerry does does the Seinfeld show is it taken away from like whatever Kramer did that night he was doing a stand-up bit? And you need to use the N word. Does right. it now take away from Seinfeld now because of that incident? My my whole philosophy on cancel culture 
because Michael Richards was actually a victim of early cancel culture. Mm. Like they caught him dead in the act of just saying this outburst, which involved him saying the, the N word mm -hmm. live in front of one of his bits. And the bit didn't even pertain to him saying it. Right. I mean, d didn't even pertain to like it being funny or it being part of the act or any of that. Did you hear what David Chappelle said about it? What do you say? He was just like, he goes, you know what? I wasn't even mad that he used the N word. I, I looked at it from a comedian standpoint. He goes, he's having a bad night. <laughs> Dude. Man, that was so funny. The, um, <laughs> sounds like it. Um, there's, it's the whole cancel culture thing just pisses me off. I really don't appreciate random nobodies trying to tell celebrities that, Hey, we're not going to be listening to you. All your hard work, all the stuff you've persevered through all mm -hmm. the stuff that we're not doing to make our, our stamp on and our impression onto this world. We're going to take out our frustrations and you know what? I don't like the way you're talking. They, they're trying to get gen, people born past, I don't know, 2005, 2006 are trying to cancel Eminem. Wait, I didn't hear about this. Right. One. I didn't hear so about this there's one. a bunch of people on TikTok. They're barely are, catching up to his old stuff. Yeah, they're barely <laughs> catching on to the Slim Shady LP. This guy already made up with uh, <laughs> Elton John already. He right, already he's already <laughs> the bridge has already right. been connected with. <laughs> like that. that's the whole thing. That's, that's why guess, he's made it. I guess they're giving issue to him rapping about the about the time where he kills his wife and puts her in the trunk of the car and drives off. Uh, drives the car off a river uh, into the river. They're barely bringing that they're, up now. They're barely coming onto the Slim Shady LP, which is probably what a decade out before they were even born. Right. You know, it's wow. The, I didn't it, know that. It comes one. back. It comes back to me <laughs> to where cancel culture frustrates me because it's just yes, and I'm not saying all of it's bad. There's certain instances where people should be ousted for their profession in certain certain aspects but with eminem with people barely trying to get onto what eminem's doing nah bro like you don't get that you don't get that privilege at all to do that um to even come in and talk about it and try to even try to even suggest that idea to me that's ridiculous yeah that goes back in that time remember because already he was being blamed for a columbine remember yeah. It was uh, it was him and Marilyn Manson. They were, they, were, they were the two that they would always target as like, oh, those are the reasons. Or it was gaming. It was like it was either Eminem and Char uh, and Marilyn Manson or 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 uh, Grand Theft Auto. It was like one of those three was the oh, reason yeah. for like stuff like that. And so I remember he used to get the blend of that, and he even talks about it in his album. You know, I am whatever you say. I mean, he he talks about it in the whole freaking thing. Like that's the whole point. Like he's dealt with that, you know, already. So. Yeah, they're a little late on that uh, train, and they obviously are like, they don't know Eminem. Then if you yeah, like and you know what the funny him. thing is, is that Eminem's going to have so much fun just ripping apart. Oh yeah, he's gonna use this. Oh, you already know. You person. already know he's about to use this. Oh yes. yeah, every single person, like literally every person. The, now, <laughs> you or? just you just gave one of the one of the most. Yeah, you can't. One fight of the most Eminem. poetic minds, right. one of the best poetic minds of the last thirty years, the the rhyme scheme of the decade because hip hop and TikTok rhyme. Now you just oh, yeah. 
You just started <laughs> it. Like you just gave him a bunch of gasoline and a bunch of matches, and you're like, here, Eminem. Imagine all the wordplay and things he could do with TikTok. Man. Yeah, man, that's gonna be funny. <laughs> yeah, because that <laughs> nonstop TikTok, hip hop, right. rip rock. You could just go on all day. You know, I like we could have Andre here from Lyricology 101. He'll just. Oh yeah, he'll he'll. We he'll were, remember we day. were uh, we were reciting his lines from the Chronic one time, uh, all three of us. <laughs> yeah. And because we were so at into a random it. TGI Fridays, right. you guys. And this girl next to us was like, she was telling her boyfriend or something. She's like, uh, what was she saying? She was like saying like, dang, they're good. Like, uh, like because the way we were reciting Eminem's lyrics was just like you know, oh, it was yeah. like the back of our hand. Like, and that was so the well. that was his verse on what's the difference? What's the difference between me and you? Yeah, right. On right. um, and it just started off by somebody saying one line, and then we just kept continuing it. Yeah, and then we just kept going all the way through his verse. Which so she thought originally it was just you guys rapping that. She never. No, she knew we were. We oh, were, that's right. Um, she knew it was Eminem. Eminem. But just the way it came about was so organic, and it was just you know, it was just because that's how much we appreciate a lyricist like that you know like somebody who just came out so wrong like you know i i understand it though i mean yeah eminem has said things that are you know his subject matter you know isn't um is controversial for sure or if, if not that um things that he has apologized for and like you know changed in his own mindset like that's the whole thing we talked about like he made up with John, uh, John Elt, uh, Elton John, excuse me, John <laughs> Elton, I'm saying backwards. Sir Elton, Elton John. John. Right. Um, so we've known his arc already, like, and what he's already yeah. came out of. You know? He's already repaired the bridges he's burned, guys. <laughs> right. So just, <laughs> I mean, unless your name is Cannabis, I mean, oh, don't I don't start. think anybody's going to oh, come at this freaking full, like, start. Jeez you know. Louise. How many people has Eminem buried, bro? A ton, a ton of people. He, he, he needs his own mortuary service for MCs that try him. And this guy's ruthless, man. The, the only one that ever had Eminem was Juice back in the day. Back in the day, right? There was a battle Early that him. I guess Juice beat Eminem. That's how Juice got his claim to fame. Apparently, yeah, he caught him slipping a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he caught him. Caught him on an off night. Yeah, I heard recently that Eminem was, uh, I guess, considered globally like top three all-time selling albums two of his albums are in the top three uh one of them being encore and uh oh encore marshall mathers lp oh god for those worldwide or like for that one joint um Mm. what is it called uh uh, the one he did in eight mile that's just rock that's just so i collapse was it so i collapse no No, it was was the one one, uh uh the one who talks about mom spaghetti. Oh, what's yeah, it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lose yourself. Lose yourself. Yeah, that's what go. it was. Yeah. So that that thing. Talk about something that's gonna make you money for the rest of your life. You just need that single on songs, Rocky movies, any any film that has like this. I gotta build up this some sort of. I gotta build fix up, right? something, repair something. All of a sudden, well, Master P was listening yourself. to it, I guess, before he went on the Breakfast Club that one day, right? So, before Master P was uh, making that big old scene at the Breakfast at the Breakfast Club, uh, remember he was like, "Are you finished or are you done or whatever?" But I guess before that scene, he was listening to "Lose Yourself in the Hallway" or something like that. So, I mean, it's influential. <laughs> I mean, it's it's gonna be anywhere you go. Oh my gosh. To recap with you guys, 
come sit with us is a podcast I wanted to start with my uh, my good friend Isaiah Martinez. We we have this concept where you can you can li- li- like listen to this podcast over drinks, and it's like you're just hanging out with us, politicking with us, just kicking philosophies with us, and that's what we want. We want this to be a podcast to where he's like, you know what? I want to see what the the pulse of current events is. I want to see what what's going on with the pulse of current events. You know what? I got to tune tune into come sit with us, see what they got, see what they got off their, uh, see what they could get off their chest. You know, it's um. Again, guys, whether there's instances where I have to really come to this. Uh, to the deep end studios and do something that's do a segment or do the show that's completely improvisational. Just still know that I am putting my best foot forward when I do this. And when Isaiah and myself come at you guys with what we present, the big daddy Kane said it best. There ain't no half stepping. And I, and I Tennessee two stepping you guys love the reference. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's eighty-eight. Time to set it straight, fellas. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, oh my. Speaking goodness. of, I want to hear the segue where you're going with this. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of half step, I know where is that going? Where is that going to go? Speaking of putting it out on the line, mm. I wanted to. Come on, come sit with us and ask you about something. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. I, we usually try to catch each other off guard every episode. <laughs> no, that's what we, that's know, our that's thing like now. That's like the new thing now. All right. Your last episode of The Deep End. <laughs> now, Mark is catching me off guard right now. Yep. No, no. What I want to, I don't even want to like interrogate you with oh, this. Okay. okay. What I want to do is this is playing into my, our next segment. Mm. What I want to do is compliment you on the fact that you, as a man, put your emotions and your heart out on the line and communicated exactly how you felt. As a Hispanic male, that is one of the number one problems that we deal with, where we do not communicate how we feel, do do not tap into our emotions and let people know how we feel. Well, it's deleted now, so... Oh, no, I'm just what? Kidding. I was about to say. <laughs> I'm just playing. No. Some restrictions apply. See, feel pretty good. All this fine print after this. The deep end is not responsible for... Or in conjunction with comes with us. It cuts off here. No. Um. <laughs> Side effects may include. <laughs> Consult your doctor before you t- yeah, before gosh. you take on a regimen of comes with us. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Uh, that took a lot out of you, huh? That whole... Doing, doing the whole thing. Because I... I can tell that it was not that there was no structure to it, but you came off the, from the heart on that one. Yeah. You know, uh, I just, I, I really kind of just wanted to get my feet wet again and just like, cause it was just amounting to this pressure of it being harder and harder and harder to come back and do an episode, you know? Yeah. And it's like the worst feeling. Like I hate that. Cause it almost feels like impossible to put out a, a new episode, you know? So for me, it was just like, I just wanted, I wanted to put something out there and I was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I'm just going to speak basically, you know, from the heart about, you know, where I'm at in my mindset and what I'm doing, because I know that 
I know that there's a lot of people that do want that, like what I'm talking about. And, uh, and so, yeah. So, but me talking about that, that was kind of like really on the cuff moment. Like I didn't plan that. It just kind of like, so happened. let's to the audience. That's not initiated. Um, I don't want to surmise your whole segment. What I want you to do is actually let the audience know, um, that didn't listen to that episode, let them know what exactly, cause we just built it up for like five minutes. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. What I did, I just did it and did it. You know, as you guys know, oh, I just yeah, did I it and how I did it. <laughs> man, the way you did it though. Like, yeah, yeah, man. Bro. Oh, on to the hey, next yo, segment. The <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. If only you guys knew, let the, let yeah. the, so uh, I poured out my heart basically about, uh, about, my personal uh my personal like relationships entanglements or whatever i hate to use the word entanglements now because it always makes me think of will smith and jada now but as long yeah. as it wasn't jada you're fine <laughs> so uh you know i kind of put it out there kind of like you know m- me and my i guess my love life i guess you could say um but it's kind of weird because like after putting out that episode you do kind of have a regret because you're you you kind of not a regret but i started doubting or kind of second guessing myself because i'm like well does does the people does my audience need to know that you know it's like one of those things like do they really need to know that but i just for me it was more like i just wanted to to put something out there and get my feet wet again where i where i experienced dropping something new and that way i can get back in the flow and the rhythm of it again so for me it was kind of like a stepping stool to get back into you know doing the production and stuff i've been doing but it led into me talking about my love life kind of, and uh, I don't really share that a whole lot. Like I barely, I barely even talk about that with you. So I don't typically share that, but to share it on here, it does kind of, um, it is kind of tough because that means also too, you know, anybody who I do meet, it's on wax here online. So it's kind of, you know, I don't know. So I was kind of like second guessing myself about it and even considering like whether I should remove it, but and I'm still on the fence on that, to be honest. I don't know whether I should remove it right now. I'm still kind of thinking about it, but um, yeah, I, I do feel like it was important to like catch people back up and a lot of people listen to it actually. So that's what made it, <laughs> me, it made me even more like, oh shoot, like dang. There's a lot of people, and I don't even know who listened to it. All I see is the numbers, and I'm like, yeah. Okay. How's the uh, How's the female <laughs> demographic on that one? You know, I I do huge know. spikes, <laughs> all time high. <laughs> yeah, the percentage is high. Um, I, I guess. Well, but, needless to say, I bet you there's a lot of people trying to focus in on that particular episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got I got like maybe three or so people that like mentioned a comment about it. So, mm. um. And I didn't expect that they were listening to it. So, yeah. yeah. So, Got, you know, girls felt that they were the one you were talking wow. about. Some guys. Wow. Some guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. It plays on to the segment that. Um, Stupid. <laughs> I like the way you told me, talked about me. Are you talking about me as him? Come sit with us, baby. <laughs> Stupid. Um. I wanted to commend you on that, like I did um, in the beginning of the segment, but I also want to... Rip me on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on. I was being gentle. <laughs> I was taking off a Band-Aid. The, the most important thing 
I want to tell every single male, whoever identifies as a man, you know, we got to do that 2020. We have to clarify things now. To all the people that <laughs> adhere to the, man, to the male demographic, <laughs> um, male confidence is something that you should never, ever get discouraged using. Don't let, don't ever sway the wrong way when it comes to your confidence. There's the confidence that you get from the experience that you've been in your certain field and you wear that confidence proudly. But there's also the unwarranted confidence where people sometimes fake it till they make it. And that stuff doesn't work. I really want to commend the people that, and I really want to talk to the, the guys out there that know that the, they're in this particular field that they're in and are kind of standoffish when it comes to either standing up for themselves or letting themselves, letting the people around them know that, hey, look, this is the better idea of, or should stand up to voice what they, they're concerned about certain things. It's tough out there sometimes because confidence walks a fine line between cockiness and being arrogant. Oh, yeah, it does. But there is big identifiers to that in confidence. And when that's why I always talk about that's why I use the key term um, unwarranted confidence and warranted confidence. If it's warranted confidence, that means you fully get the green light to be as confident as you want to be because you are. And you know within yourself and other people do know that you are particularly good at whatever you're doing. Unwarranted confidence? Oh man, it's good to be confident. But man, you better take the accountability of not of, of being the first person to let people know that, hey, look, I don't know what the hell I'm doing in this instance. Speak up. Let people know. That's where early on in my life where I consistently screwed up. Where I didn't let, I wasn't letting people know the mistakes that I was going to make. Not that I was confident in them in the beginning, but I wasn't communicating that. And that's where I kept screwing up. Now in my walk of life, within certain, within certain areas I'm very confident in very but if there's a certain area where I'm not confident in uh, I'll be the first one to tell you hey look I don't know the first thing about this but that's the best thing about having confidence in it at its origin is that you do have the gusto to take it on at least yeah like I don't know how to do this but hey you'd know how to do it you could teach me and then I usually tell people, hey, look, I don't know how to do this, but hey, I'm from Missouri. I'm from the show me state, so you can show me. Yeah, I remember you were asking me about like how to do um, a jump shot. And I used to show you like on the court, like, oh, this is what you do, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, and I me, really thank you for that. And you're asking me like, how do you dribble? And I was like, oh, like this. And I started like, <laughs> oh, like this? <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Those prime examples that never happened, that Isaiah somehow just... <laughs> Or you ask likes me. to likes to replay in his mind that I that 
You asked he me what me a hoops. finger roll was, and no, no, I'm just kidding. The <laughs> there's, it's just that. No, yeah, and it's just that that those aspects that I really wanted to talk about with uh, with the people come sit with us. It's hard. It's hard, like because sometimes people are they make it difficult because they're like either unapproachable sometimes, and that's where I noticed that like it's it gets difficult because. You know, they're kind of like they have this wall up where it's like, don't talk to me. And it's like, but you kind of have to because if especially if it's something like you don't know, you know, and I'm thinking about in the workplace, it's like, well, I got to ask you because I've never done this. And right. and then the person's just like, but and then like, you know, it's like that's like the worst. But yes. I learned too. like you, you have to. And I've, I've come to the place where it's like. No, I'm going to always ask anyway. Like, you know, I don't care if, if, if it's bothering you, I got to ask because I'm not exactly. going to go over here and screw up and mess th- make things worse. Right. You know, because yeah. So. It'll, it'll come back to you and then someone's going to, well, why don't you ask? They'll give you that one. You know, they'll give you that stupid one. Right. Exactly. That's su- so th- all of that. All of that's super important. All of that. And that, that comes, bag. that comes back to what you that comes back to your opening, you you opening up on the deep end, where you felt within yourself one hundred percent confident at the time. Because now I do know that you're kind of iffy on what mm-hmm. what you were telling, <clears throat> right? Uh, what you were saying on the show, but you had the confidence within yourself to actually say, you know what, I don't have the shows that I, the show that I usually prepare available to these people, but. I'm going to go on anyway and do it. Go head first. And you went with the gusto. And not only that, but you communicated how you felt. And you let people know how, you know, you let people know how you feel. And you were at that moment, the most authentic you can be. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh... I feel like it was hard to, to, to now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I think, you know, does everybody, does everybody want to even know that? Like, you know, so, so to me it was like, that's why I've been second guessing it. Cause uh, you know, I felt like, you know, maybe people don't even care about all that, but at the same time, <clears throat> at the same time, when I started doing the podcast, you know, I started it really for me, you know, I didn't start it because I just wanted people to, you know, I didn't start it for like this clout or anything. I started it for me because I wanted to come back one day and listen to what was going on, like how I perceive things and how I've changed and grown. And I wanted to look back at it one day or maybe my family could or whoever. So I was, you know, when I started, it was for, it was for me to like, just go back to one day and just like think, Oh man, that was what was going on. Just just to say you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and also too, because, you know, I want something that lasts that, that, that I can leave behind. You know, I don't have a family. I don't have a house and all this stuff yet. Right. But I wanted to just right now while I'm young and I'm able, let me just put something on cement on wax here and just, you know, and these are the things that I'm talking about are things that are very important. They're difficult to talk about, but they're important. And I realized that my time and energy going into it it's right now it's very overwhelming sometimes, but it's going to have a long lasting um, impact, I think, because 
you know, it's something that, you know, somebody who's interested in this can go back and, and think, wow, cool. Cause these are all things that are eye opening to me and I'm learning and growing as I'm doing the show. Each show I do is a new learning turning point for me because I've learned something I did not know before. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I was being very vulnerable at that moment. It was kind of tough, you know, to do that, but, uh, I'm probably going to leave it up, you know, just for, because I got to stick with what I, you know, decided to do. I was confident then I should be confident now about it. Yeah, man. There's the, <clears throat> the one thing that if it helps, if it helps you on that, there's instances where we don't feel we don't we feel uneasy about the thing we've done after but that's us changing for the better that uneasiness you get that's the inexperience but the only way to get that inexperience out of the way is to keep experiencing you know what i mean yeah it's you you feel uneasy now because you're not used to doing it yeah you know there's it's tough you know like i've never enjoyed telling people like hey I used to drink a lot, like a whole lot. Yeah. I just tell people that all the time. Like I, <laughs> I tell the people all the time now because of the fact that it, my new habits and everything that I've changed ahead of it, it's a product of, it's a product of me realizing my bad habits and changing all that for the better. Mm-hmm. I have to be the first person to tell other people about, Hey, look, all this can change within yourself. The, the person that you see yourself at the end result of, of, of a goal, that means you have it within yourself the whole time, but you have to change those habits. You have to, you know, you have to get into a good routine and then eventually change. Yeah. You know, I was also thinking too, like it could, um, you know, there might've been somebody who might've been able to relate, you know, maybe they're in a similar type of scenario and maybe that's what they needed to hear too, because you know, that's, honestly what I needed at the moment and I realized it after doing the last episode you know and I think it's just over an amount of time over that year you know I I was telling you I had an issue with my brother my brother was telling me you're putting too much uh, emphasis on that or you're doing that too much you know live your life or whatever and I'm like well, it's a, it's shut down right now. So there's really not much life I can really live. Yeah, exactly. But. Go live life within the confines of your, <laughs> within, the, within the confines of your room. <laughs> so, so at the time, at the time I couldn't really do nothing about it, but then it really, I just, it, you know, later on it, it started coming to me where I was just like, and it was the holidays too. And it was coming to a point where I was just like, well, let me really try to make this effort happen because you know, it, I was putting a lot into that and I know what's important to me at the same time. So, you know, it's really kind of like a balancing act. You're trying to like balance, you know, you're trying to have this life balance between doing what I love doing, you know, as a hobby, but also, you know, am I, you know, going out and meeting somebody too? Like what? So it's a balancing act is really what it was, you know? And I learned at that moment, I was like, no, I need, I need to really go out and like, you know, and, and, meet somebody and do something, you know? So right. that was the moment that I had, but maybe somebody else needed that too. Who knows? Yeah. There's trying to juggle all this all the time is it's not the easiest. There's times where the ball drops when you're trying to juggle all this. Sometimes it drops with pin events or with the podcasts or with whatever in my, in my end. But the one thing is, is that, 
the ball always gets picked back up. I'm, I work a lot. You know, we do all this. You know, there, but the thing is, is that the podcast drives me to do it. I enjoy do. Uh, I enjoy selling pins at pin pin events. I love doing all the other extracurricular activities I do, and I also enjoy the career field that I'm in. So all that does keep me motivated to even even there's instances where I just don't feel like it. I won't feel like that the next day because I know that I'm not I know that I'm not wired like that it's simple you know wasn't easy but I had to keep I had to I was inexperienced at all the beginning points yeah but I, I must have missed you in that point when you were like lazy and not doing nothing because the only times I remember you were working like two or three jobs at the same time <laughs> You know, you've always like been hustling ever since yeah, I've known you. It's been, but well, I know we had a falling out when we had a falling out that that was kind of like, I think I caught you at the tail end right when you got a job again. So like for me, yeah. it's like, I've always seen you as like hustle and bustle. Yeah, that whole year I was, not, I was in between. <laughs> I, was, I literally took a year off work. So that whole year that we didn't talk, I was pretty much out of work, but willingly out of work. I, yeah, was, able willingly. To, I was able to swing it, thankfully, but it's like a year vacation really. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I just, I feel like going back to the initial point, um, I just didn't unearth the person that I knew I could eventually have been. And, you know, uh, that's how, that's how I honestly felt. So do you feel like you're, um, do you feel like you, you're, you're, you're different from, um, or that you have grown this year as as well? Cause I know you've been, you've been, um, you know, ever since that, like we were doing a lot of last episode, I think we talked about it. You had been kind of seeing somebody, you know, right. so like, I mean, to me, it's like, uh, I haven't seen you feel that certain way about somebody. Right. So, you know, I don't know if it's a different turning point for yourself. Even I don't know. It is. Cause it's the first instance. It's the first instance where I've had these feelings. Mm. I've had previous relationships where I didn't feel that way, even when I was in a very serious relationship. So it's it's still in its infancy and everything. Yeah. So yeah. nothing's nothing set in stone or any of that. But it's just I have my blinders on, and I definitely see something that I'm not going to pass up on. Yeah. Well, and I could cool. say that with 100% confidence. That's pretty cool. You know, it's just, it's that for real. Yeah, yeah. But, um, that's dope, man. That's it's, dope. It, but it's cool to know that if you're certain about certain, like right, certain right. things, whether it be, whether it be your love life or whether it be your career field, like yeah. you have those, you put those blinders on and nothing stops you. Oh, yeah. It's Definitely literally not. just, yep, I see the end result. I see the finish line. That's what it is. You know, that's what it is. That's what it's been with the notorious pen. That's when it's been for, for my career field. Just trying see, to I mean, absorb. I see you got on one of the shirts too. For the notorious oh pen. yeah, the Shawn Michaels shirt from the Notorious Pin Shop at uh, El Notorious Pin on Instagram or the NotoriousPin.com for all your T-shirts, pins, and sticker needs. Nice segue, man. I like that. Right that way you segue right into a commercial for the Notorious <laughs> Pin. Man, I couldn't, couldn't ask for anything better. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I wanted to make sure that we cut this uh, episode of Come Sit With Us a little short tonight. 
wanted to uh, make sure that you guys had an episode in your in your back pockets to listen to, but we will make sure to get another episode in either by the end of this weekend, which this is being a Thursday, or early Monday next week. And I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna even date this. So people are like, oh, I've listened to it on Thursday. Come with one Monday. <laughs> So like oh, Monday they're gonna hear this like twenty years from now. Be like, hey man, they, it was Thursday. And they, it wasn't Thursday when I listened to it. Oh, it's gonna be funny. But anyway, I wanted to thank you guys for tuning in to come sit with us. So remember, guys out there, guys and girls, this can be a unisex thing. But remember, you have confidence within yourself. Make sure that you unearth the image that you see in a, the positive image that you see that comes from a positive light because you can unearth it just takes time and the inexperience will deteriorate with experience i'm mark flores and i'm isaiah martinez and remember most importantly be well